Hi, welcome to Pop Vultures. I'm Lucy. And I'm Sarah. And this is the podcast where we pick apart some of pop culture's finest and unfinest hours. Unfinest is a word if you're wondering. Don't look I'm it up. an entertainment reporter, so I basically spend all of my day either chatting to or about celebrities. I am not, but not knowing very much about something has never stopped me talking about it before. Basically, we just really love pop culture, but we really hate trashy tabloids. So sit down. Or stand. Or do yoga. Or run. Or do some laundry and share your love of everything pop culture in a safe space with two girls who sound exactly the same. Let's talk about Forbes. The Forbes list of highest paid actors came out recently. So Mark Wahlberg is the highest paid actor, which makes me so sad. Like I, maybe I don't watch the kind of films that he's in really, but I was like, who does though? Who does? But apparently part of it is from, he has a reality TV show. And I love reality TV and that's not on my radar. Wahlburgers. Mm. Because <laughs> he owns a burger restaurant. Which is amazing, called Wahlburgers. Yeah. But I feel like that's the kind of thing that probably he thought of the name and then was like, oh, I'll set up a burger restaurant then. <laughs> that's like um, that show Desperate Scouse Wives. They were like, this is a great name for a show. Desperate Scouse Wives, it? absolutely. And also the chipmunks, the squeakquel. <laughs> There was no need for a sequel or a squeakquel, but someone came up with the word squeakquel and was like, let's do it. I bet they had <laughs> no in. script, no plot. They just went to whatever Warner Brothers or whoever and was like, this is the title. And, and they were like, like, millions of budget. Like, sacks later. of money, like, yeah. that's yours. I did read, so part of the reason that Mark Wahlberg is the highest paid actor of last year, beating The Rock, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, is because franchises like Transformers and mm. also Daddy's Home 2, which mm. is coming out soon. Mark Wahlberg is now the kind of famous guy that his salary isn't dependent on how much money the film makes. Oh, so they a lot need of him. actors... They need him for the box yeah, office. Yeah, they'll like entice them and be like, this could be a huge hit and you'll get a cut of it. But he is now such a name himself that he can be like, whatever this film makes, I'm getting paid x amount of money yeah so even though transformers 5 didn't exactly put bums in seats he still got paid like an extortionate amount for it with the franchises and it's the same with like all those guys who are in the fast and furious ones that's why the rock was always on the top because he's like in front every franchise there are a million fast and furious and i can't believe anyone watches them still but i mean they obviously do there's not the reason obviously it's appalling and it's not the root of the reason that women were so, so far down the list. Mm-hmm. In those kind of franchisee films, there aren't many big roles for women anyway, and there's certainly not yeah. interesting roles if there are. So those, those those opportunities just aren't available to them. Yeah, so the reason... All, all the actors who are in the highest paid list were in big franchises because you can't make money unless you're in a franchise in Hollywood because there's no new ideas anymore. So attach yourself to a franchise. I mean, like, Orlando Bloom is, like, kind of a crap actor, but he's anchored himself to, like, the three biggest trilogies of all time. That's true. And is now... That's a good point. ...completely sorted in life, because he was in Pirates, Lord of the Rings, and... Was there a third one, or did I make up a third one? films I don't like. Because in those, like you said, in those franchises, there just aren't big enough roles for women. Interestingly, though, in the last few years... So this is a separate point. We had the Forbes Richest Actors list highest paid actors list and then um a week before that we got the highest paid actresses list and emma stone topped that and Mm -hmm. she she took scarlett johansson off the top yeah that was a new entry and yeah and scarlett johansson was the top because of black widow because of Mm -hmm. her roles in the marvel films but she is 
the only woman in those films most more mm. often than not. I mean, there's like one or two. But also surely Lucy's Jennifer Lawrence in, in the past has been so high because of like a lot to do with Hunger Games. Hunger Games and X-Men, yeah. Because oh, her, her films that are like critically acclaimed won't have made yeah. her that much money. Ever. So, yeah, you do, have, because... you do have to anchor yourself to a Marvel or a Star Wars or a Transformers, weirdly. I just... Really weirdly. Yeah, although Transformers made $700 million worldwide. Oh, trivia. Hello. She's not even looking at the screen. She didn't even look that up. <laughs> <laughs> Off the cuff. Um, but, yeah, the, the, the big thing is that not only is it like a disgusting amount of money being earned by... Hollywood actors. I can't get my head around it. Those figures Mark are Wahlberg not real Mark Wahlberg is fifty three million dollars, fifty three million pounds. Sorry, in the last year, the last year, the last year, million millions. And Mark Wahlberg is someone that works constantly, and so he was probably making around about that much money every year. And at some point, I'm like, I'm like, how do you like? I would get so stressed with that much money. Like, I just don't need any more. Like, I'm cool. He has. Loads of girls, I think. I think he has like three or four daughters. Yeah. And apparently, no, like, he's such a strict dad. None of them are allowed, like, their own phones or social media or anything like that. Sounds like a barrel of laughs. I've interviewed Mark Wahlberg and it was really awkward. Ten minutes of my life. Ten he's minutes. He's not easy to talk to. He seems boring to me. Yeah, he's quite boring. Also, I hear that people fancy him. Who Ugh, are they? I have no idea. It's, it's like oh, we can't be that mean about him though I mean he might be a really nice guy I feel like we've just this has been a real assassination of Mark Wahlberg and not what we meant to talk about at all <laughs> I feel like I can say it because I've had first hand experience okay so my personal experience was that it wasn't very fun he was boring and not good looking yeah that's what you felt like yeah maybe cool. he felt the same about me though that's fine probably was like never let that boring ugly person in here again <laughs> I will be Blacklist not on the list her. for the next <laughs> next interview slot so Mark Wahlberg earns fifty-three million pounds in the last year. Gosh. Emma Stone was the highest paid actress of last year, and that's probably down to La La Land mostly. Mm-hmm. Um, Our favorite film. <laughs> don't even get me started. But she earned twenty million pounds, so she has thirty million pounds less than Mark Wahlberg. And interestingly, with twenty million being the highest paid actress, she would not have broken the top ten of men in general, highest Whoa. earning men. Because on that, that list do is Vin Diesel lists. and Adam Sandler. But the thing is, they do separate lists because if it was one list, it would be like, man, 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 I've seen it on one list. I've seen like some kind of compiled thing and I was like scrolling down like, hang on a second. Where? Oh, there they are. Like three full scrolls down. I don't know. I think this conversation follows on from the BBC list that came out recently and everyone was up in arms about that, and I get it. It's shocking, and it's really not shocking. I hate that it exists. I would love to see the gender pay gap close in our lifetime, hopefully mm-hmm. in our careers, because we'll be working till we're 80. That would be sweet. That would be sweet. <laughs> in you our careers, like, that selfishly, that would yeah. be really nice. <laughs> there is obviously a massive pay gap in general. We know that anyway with Hollywood, because people are open about... Actresses are open about having earned less. Yeah. You know, like... It's very recent, though. Like Jennifer Lawrence saying that she earned less than Bradley Cooper on American mm. Hustle. Or like that got... Oh, no, Amy Adams, sorry, who's like the queen. I love mm. Amy Adams. She's cool. There probably is room for error because like Mark Wahlberg also is a producer. Yeah. He's obviously raking in money behind the scenes in a way that like maybe Emma Stone isn't a producer. Yeah, maybe like, she's not Mark running Wahlberg a burger chain. Produce Entourage, which is 
I mean, really? Even the grossest show. It's based on his life. Shut up. <laughs> How did I not know that? Yeah. It's based on his life. It's Entourage like, is based on his life. It's and loosely based on it. his life. As in, like. Was he involved in the writing of it? I don't think so. Just the muse. <laughs> the Entourage muse is like someone I definitely don't want to be in a room with. Like, Entourage personified is the I mean, worst thing ever. I love to have a TV show, about, show made about my life, but. It's meant to be like him and his mates in Hollywood when he was Marky Mark from Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Oh, right. So there is some error there, room for error. But I mean, I wouldn't say 30 million pounds of error. He definitely is getting paid a lot for Transformers. And and like you said before, films want him for him, not necessarily his talent, Mm -hmm. because they need people raked in at the cinema. Oh, I want to go and see the new Mark Wahlberg film without knowing anything about it. I've never, like... I mean, I've never done that Do you know what him. I mean? I've never kind of been like, oh, I can't wait to see the new Mark Wahlberg film. It's in the sense of, like, I never think of, like... About any actor or him. Yeah, any actor. I'm not going to be like, oh, I can't wait to see the new, like, Dwayne The Rock Johnson film. Like, I'd be like, oh, Do I kind of... it's going to be a historic Can't wait to cinema. see Jumanji, maybe. But I've never been... I, I would never be like, I can't wait to see the new Jennifer Lawrence. I, like, know the name of the film and I'll decide if I want to see it or not. Mm. I'm not so enamoured by an actor that I'm, like will refer to his his or her film by his or her name. That's true. Yeah, probably. I'm trying to think because I feel like I've definitely said this in the past and now, annoyingly, I can't think of anyone specifically. But there are actors where I think they maybe don't put films out like every year, but I think they choose really well. Like a Leonardo DiCaprio, for instance. For instance, Okay, yeah. so you're like way less enthusiastic about no, them. Leonardo no, no, DiCaprio. But he's so famous. I'm just trying to think of like really good actors that maybe aren't as famous. Maybe like... Like a Dev Patel. Dev Patel, for example. Although he was in like one of the biggest Hollywood flops of all time. Airbenders. Yeah. The last Airbender. <laughs> the last Airbender. <laughs> Airbenders, plural. <laughs> Benders in the air. <laughs> yeah, that was awful, but like yeah. other stuff he's done so really cool. Did so. you watch that? No. And I was like, that's that dedication. I am obsessed with him. We love you, Dev Patel. Please come on. We promise not to talk about Last Airbender. But he, I mean, I think he chooses really well the stuff mm-hmm. that he does. Apart from that, obviously, he was having like a financial crisis at that time. Well, that's fine. That interestingly was a franchise that was like considered guaranteed to thrive, and then it just was awful. And probably everyone saw the title and was like, "No, thanks. it's a super popular cartoon." Is it? It's like. Like a comic. Insanely or... popular anime. And the cartoon is amazing. That's why I don't apparently, know I don't know anything about anime. But I do know that it's like there was so much hype for it. And then everyone watched it and was like, no. oh, no. Because, like, it was it's... set up for a, a, a trilogy. I mean, I've only seen the poster and it immediately <laughs> turned me off as well as the title. But it looks like it's got like an action y <laughs> CGI kind of big budget situation. Anyway, I feel like he chooses really well. And so he would never be on a list. That is like that. Yeah, that is true because highest earning doesn't necessarily equate to good films. Definitely not. As in, like, you only need to look at the list because Dwayne the Rock Johnson is so high on that list. Yeah, and he's not exactly like an actor. Yeah, he's (laughs) he's not like been in training for all of his life. He has referred to himself as franchise Viagra because he comes in at the last minute to oh please to keep things going. Yeah. I sometimes, if I'm feeling hormonal and just, like, need to cry, I will watch the final scene of Fast and Furious 7, which is, um, like, an ode to Paul Walker. Oh, and, and when they play the song. It's been a long Yeah, and, and then, then it's, like, Vin like, Diesel, like, 
grunting some kind of in memoriam is like oh family <laughs> and like it's, it's just so like sad his mouth coming directly out of his neck but also wasn't there that really just awkward and painful thing that everyone was like oh it's so moving but like at some award ceremony he like sang that yeah and it was like the flattest thing i've ever heard <laughs> your rendition was gorgeous just <laughs> then, by you. the way but um obviously paul walker's death's so tragic and that's really sad but like, but like, don't sing. Don't do that. I mean, like you're already not really an actor. You're pushing your luck already. Vin Diesel loves singing, though. Does he? I mean, but to just like jump on the mic a cappella is <laughs> have you ever brave seen for anyone, especially not a singer? Yeah. Have you ever seen his um, YouTube rendition of "Drunken Love" by Beyonce? No, it's not something I spend my time doing. Is it good? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> it's like him in a random then? room in his house, like writhing on the floor, like "Drunken Love." People oh. fancy him. Anyway, he's also on the list. Anyway, he's the third. We digress. He's the third highest. He's the third highest. That's nuts. But that is again Fast and Furious, Guardians of the Galaxy. But yeah, so and if also you're he's in the Baywatch thing, wasn't he? No, that was Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Who are we talking about? Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel. Sorry. Other bald man. They're both bald and huge. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. I. I th- Wires I, crossed. It's cool. I so often think they're the same person when I see pictures they, of them anyway. hate each other in real life, but it's cool. Perhaps um, Oceans 8 will open up a, a realm of female, female movies and franchises because that's oh. the thing, because all of these, you know, Marvel, Star Wars is my, like mainly an exercise in testosterone. Like, it's just massively. Also, and then like Scarlett Johansson like flipping around in there. Yeah. That's it. Black Widow. Hey! Yeah. Hey! hey. You've learned something. <laughs> and also, recently, Wonder Woman is another one I was thinking of. That's true. Wonder Woman. That's Wonder Woman is signalling a good, a good move in the right good direction. Change. But I think re Oceans Eight. Can we? This is a PSA to Hollywood and the film industry in general. We don't necessarily need to do female remakes. We could just make deeper. More yeah. diverse and interesting characters for women in the first place. Yeah, like I'm all for watching Mindy Kaling and Rihanna and Sandra Bullock, but like in Ocean's Eight, for yeah. those of you who didn't know, they're all in it. Yeah, let's all go together. And there's more that I haven't even named. But yeah, we don't need Rihanna. Rihanna. <laughs> so excited. We don't need like carbon copy remakes yeah. to close the gender pay gap. Yeah, like, that's we just not want what we mean. Equivalent badassery. Yeah. In other ways, I'm interested to see. How I mean, I don't think the picture will be any different next year. I think that some other like steroid fueled man will probably be top of the list mm-hmm. in a way bigger way than women. But like, we can only dream. I think to see it in black and white like that as a numbers game, it's really disappointing. But it's not surprising, and that the fact that it's not surprising is even more disappointing. So the news recently is that. We haven't had enough superhero stuff, Bring so it. we're getting some more. Plans are in place for a Batman origin story of the Joker. Does that just mean, like, the Joker as a child? Yeah. He didn't, like, come out of the womb as a Joker, though. No. How crazy would that be? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't really know. Maybe that's why we need an origin story. But Maybe. I would argue, generally, that it's scarier to, like, not know why people do things. So, like, I don't need to see the Joker as a child probably getting bullied. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or, like, getting struck by lightning and that's how he got... What is he? Does he have superpowers? (laughs) He just... No, he's just a psycho. Oh, right. By the way, I don't really watch superhero films, if you're wondering. Yeah, this is going to be more of an education for Sarah because 
I am on record saying that I love superhero films or have at one point in my life loved loved superhero films. You do love them still. Yeah. You had some Marvel sheets at one stage. I did, which I made into shorts and I also made Marvel pillows. They're saying that they're going to do an origin story and it's probably not going to star Jared Leto, who's the most recent incarnation of the Joker following on from Heath Ledger. He plays the Joker in Suicide Squad, which was a terrible film but somehow won an oscar just the worst and there were so many good films up that year as well i know i mean it didn't win best film it won like no. best oh. art like direction thing. like best like costumes or I something know, but still you get to say you've got an oscar don't you so. well that's what they're really going with on the promo Even if you got nominated i would like never stop talking about how i was nominated for an oscar did you hear but like i said i did i did used to love superhero films um around the avengers i loved the avengers so much Mm -hmm. that was in 2011 um that was in large part because i loved tom hiddleston largely largely but also i just thought it was a great uh escapism it was like pure entertainment in the cinema and i was like this is cool i'm enjoying this yeah so into it so out of this like so out of the normal world yeah i can just enjoy it exactly making pillows of characters from but Marvel like films. now, there are just so many superhero films. So many. I'm looking at the list of just the Marvel films. The first Marvel film came out in, like officially the first Marvel Cinematic Universe film came out in 2008. And that was Iron Man. Since really? then, I thought Marvel films have been around forever. So Marvel films have been around since the 80s. They almost bankrupted basically Marvel because they just were like not a very lucrative production company. Iron Man in 2008 was kind of the first step first phase of the marvel cinematic universe which is now this huge thing cinematic universe the mcu really gone for it well it's the universe because they've they've linked up all of these comic books that oh that's because they take places in different in worlds and stuff so they're all linking up like you've got like guardians of the galaxy linking up with the avengers these are words you don't know since 2008 there have been four five six seven you're so good at math (laughs) since 2008 there have been 23 marvel cinematic universe films in a real less than 10 years and we have got more in the pipeline that are tba or like not released yet there's at least three and people really want to watch them they make so much money you know so all of these films are like three iron man films three captain america films um, and then you've started getting like origin stories or like things being redone. So they've done redone Spider-Man in that time, which was so unnecessary. Which is weird that they redid it. So like, I get it if you made a film 10 years ago and then you're like, oh, it's due for mm. a remake. But I feel like Spider-Man has like three or four. Spider-Man is an interesting one. This is going to get very inside baseball. Oh, okay. But um, go fine. So, <laughs> so although Spider-Man is technically a Marvel superhero, Marvel cinema didn't acquire the rights to him. The Spider-Man films weren't produced by Marvel until recently when they acquired the rights to him. Oh. So that's why they've now got Spider-Man Homecoming. So if you look at Marvel's catalogue... So like Tobey Maguire Spider-Man? Wasn't thing. technically a Marvel... Sorry, please applaud me for that trivia. So good. <laughs> I've seen know. it and I know. Who's the other one? <laughs> but there's the upside-down kiss in that one and then they did yeah. it in the OC and it was just a whole thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then it was... So, but, but what I'm saying is 23 films just from Marvel. We also have DC which is like a whole other kettle of fish. And that's like Suicide Squad, Batman, Superman. Oh, other massive ones. Yeah. Batman and Superman aren't even Marvel. No, they're DC. Holy mo. Yeah. And then you've got X-Men as well, which again, Marvel superheroes, but not acquired by Marvel. 
there's just a lot of them is what we're trying to say and I would just argue that we just don't need any more like I loved superhero films so much and now I'm like I could honestly take or leave them because I just don't care there's too many of them I just really feel like why do you need to make a remake if anyone wants to watch Spider-Man again they can just get it on DVD you know yes watch it again Amazon exists yeah exactly Amazon Um, Prime I mean I will say Spider-Man Homecoming was really good Okay, it fine. was really one of the best superhero films I've seen. But, but in general, if, I think if they're going to keep bringing more out, then, I mean, if people like you are not interested in seeing more of them, yeah, then they need to seriously pull their socks up on the storytelling or just bring something new because, I mean, I thought they were boring anyway, but like for people yeah. who did like them and then are like, eh, I'm not really into that anymore. I think what I... you got to hold on to your audience, guys. I think the thing that I don't like about them churning them out like an assembly line, is that <laughs> when I watched Aven- uh, Avengers the first time round, yeah. it felt, like I said, really cool and like entertaining and escapist. And it felt like they were like, we just want to get these characters together to give you a good time. And they obviously were doing it with money in mind. It like broke records. Mm. They knew that they were going to get money out of it because they'd had all of these films before like Iron Man and Hulk and whatever. But now it just doesn't seem to be any like passion in it. I don't want to sound like so yeah. like hippy dippy, but no, but they are churning. Them but out. it's churning out because they're like, ooh, people are liking this, people are liking this. Like so Guardians of the Galaxy, line. like having five post-credit scenes because they just know that it's going to link up to next the Avengers film that they're going to be in together. And it is an assembly line, and when you do things in an assembly line, they're just not made with as much love. Mm. It's, what we really are asking for is artisan superhero films. Please, please. But, you know, like Netflix does it quite well. Because, again, Netflix, Marvel superheroes, none of them have big films. But they're a whole other set of superhero things. It's just boring now. Never ends. Never ending. There are so many superheroes in the world, as in, like, in comic books. Which is cool, because I understand, like, the initial appeal of why people are into comic books and why people are into um, characters with superpowers, because there is that real escapism and that whole fantasy thing and, you know... I don't know, I think for a lot of people, maybe me included, like, I'm not going to rule out me getting superpowers at some stage. Like, I might get hit by lightning and get, like, some crazy power. Mm. or Maybe I'll know. get bitten by a spider. Yeah, exactly. Maybe I mean, I'll... that's my worst nightmare in the world, but... Yeah, but it could creep up on you. Again, worst nightmare. I mean, going a little bit off-road here, but this is my kind of superhero, um, Eliza Thornberry in The Wild Thornberries. Like, I could do whatever she did with that shaman and drink that weird drink and she could watch animals forever so cool so you don't want to badmouth superheroes too much just in case like someone somewhere is like don't she doesn't deserve the powers I'm not saying it's stupid but I'm saying if even I who I'm those kind of things don't really appeal to me I am a bit like you never know what's gonna happen do you you never know you never know why a lot of people do watch them because they would like to explore that possibility a little bit more. Yeah. I prefer the element of surprise myself. <laughs> so I'll just wait and see. I mean, people aren't using it as training videos. No, I you don't know like, that. used to want to be like Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Yeah, and I was, I was waiting for my so 16th upset. birthday. Oh, my 16th birthday, we do. I was first gutted on my 11th birthday when I didn't get a letter from Hogwarts. And I was like, Duh. okay, it's just not in the cards for me. Obviously, I'm a witch in a different way. Holding Sabrina's out for the 16th. way. With her like magic finger. Magic finger. Change her so outfits. Good. Uh, 16 came and went. No magic powers. Still no Harvey either. Oh my God, I know. But Shame. have you seen him now? No, is he fat? The, Yeah. Aww. And bald. You would probably mistake him for Vin Diesel or The Rock. <laughs> <laughs> I have a friend who genuinely, this is for real. 
I'm not going to say her name, but thought that Salem was real. <laughs> As in like... Salem the cat. A talk- the robot talking cat. She thought that the talking cat existed. Or that the cat I think, was real I don't and they think added the she, voice in. Yeah, I think she thought, to her credit, I think she thought that they did a voiceover on, on the cat, but she thought that the cat was real still. It's so obviously a, a I've puppet. I've never seen a worse, like, automated <laughs> thing that's on TV, that's a main character on a show. Yeah, why don't they start remaking things like that if they're going to do remakes? I There's know. a whole audience here that doesn't want a Joker origin story. You want an Eliza Thornberry. I don't want it in, like, the weird 3D Pixar though i don't, you don't want, want that it. kind of animation no. do you want like mocap like the jungle book what does that mean where no. they like attach those sticky things yeah like um on a green screen like planet of the apes um yeah give it a go i'm looking i'm thinking of like a darker wild thorn breeze maybe like from there Debbie's was a really there was a very scary episode of the wild thorn breeze where eliza was pursued by a komodo dragon oh my god loads of it gets tense yeah and there's another episode <laughs> where I hope everyone who listens likes the Wild Thorn Breeze, but Gonna have to. who am I kidding? Like, everyone does. Um, there's another episode where there are these two turtles and they're by the sea and they're like they're like the last ones in the world and it's like this, her parents are like filming them because they're about to mate and it's going to be amazing because they're going to repopulate the species and she like misunderstands or something. How she could misunderstand, I don't really know because she's the one who can talk to animals. But they are biting each other and she thinks they're fighting and she breaks them up. But she's like, no. She runs onto it and it's like a mating ritual. Oh my gosh. Yeah. They like That's it quite rough. deep for an animated Nickelodeon show. I mean, I, again. I don't even know where we started with that. I don't even know. Superheroes. Superheroes. I don't know whether it's also because, I mean, this will be like gobbledygook to you, but the DC films aren't very good. And Marvel is all right. Is there a real hierarchy with that stuff? Yeah. So Suicide Squad, not great. Batman versus Superman, not great. Batman has not been made yet. And yeah, I don't think we need an origin story. And that, that they're obviously like, oh, people love this. Let's just like keep flogging this dead horse. Yeah, it's like, why boring. don't you just make something else? Have a new just idea. Have a new idea. Learn, but I mean, learn yeah. something from the fact that Wonder Woman was like your most successful DC superhero yeah. film to date. And there's a smash hit and like... Loads of people I know who aren't normally into that kind of thing have told me to go and watch it and that I will mm-hmm. like it. It's on my list. It also had the best it, of the superhero Chris's, Chris Pine. Because you know there's like... Superhero Chris's? So there's, there's like, there's a thing that's like, well, like so many white guys named Chris are in superhero films. Like who Chris else? Pratt, Chris Hemsworth, Chris Evans, Chris Pine. <gasps> oh my God, and it's like, like a curse. And they not all curse. look the same. They do all look the same. And Chris Pine did a really funny bit on SNL that was like a song that was like, there are white guys With brown curly and hair. I am not this white guy. <laughs> that is really funny. Yeah. Um, You're so good at singing on this episode. <laughs> My Delta Tunes. <laughs> Lighting up the airwaves. This was mainly just a really long-winded way to say like, don't make this film. Don't make this film anymore. Superhero women films. Keep doing what you want to do. And then keep maybe. Keep fighting the good fight. Keep fighting the good fight. And then maybe... Maybe get to the top one day. Dream big girls. Beat one of those white Chrises. Yeah, beat one of those white Chrises. That should really be the aim. Okay, so we're going to try something out this week because we moan a lot on this podcast. Because this, a bit more positive. Positive, because it's good to moan about the things that need moaning about, i.e. gender pay gap. But it's also some really cool things going on in the world. Some really cool things going on. I think we need to address, redress? Redress. Readdress. How do, what's that? 
Address, redress the balance. <laughs> I think that's a word. I think the more you say it, the more it becomes a word. <laughs> Actually, and even if it is, it sounds weird now anyway. So, things that we love, things that are nice. I have been obsessed with this week. And by obsessed, I'm not just overusing it like I normally do. Actually, I've been obsessed. And I'm really late to the party with BBC Three's show, People Just Do Nothing which is a mockumentary about a group of guys who run a pirate radio station called Corrupt FM. And it is so funny. It's, it's so funny. all available on iPlayer now. So I've been obsessed with reading on the tube. Oh, yeah. taking a little highbrow. I have found myself in a bit of a podcast slump recently. Just, just great to say on a podcast. Kind of self-indulgent to listen to your own podcast, though, isn't it? Exactly. So that's like, why. Exactly. So I just was like, I'm just kind of bored of listening to things because I have headphones on all day at work. Mm. Just don't really want to do that. So I just got a book off my shelf and took it to work with me. And it's really nice reading on the tube. And um, I'm very excited to go home tonight and read on the way home. A novel idea. Hey. Okay, so you'll hear this on every single podcast you listen to. But we're saying it now. Because it really means something. Yeah. Um, if you would like, do you want to subscribe and leave That's comments? That's not a question. It's an order. Subscribe <laughs> and leave comments. I need to be more assertive. That was one of my yeah. goals for you. Subscribe, people, and leave us comments if they're nice. And a review. Yes. And if you're going to leave a review, just make it five stars. It's just easier. Yeah, I mean, it takes no time out of your day. You do it to your Uber driver, do it to us. Come on. <laughs> I was thinking of films that there are more than one of that are aimed at women. And the only one I could think of is Bridget Jones. I can't think of anything else that there's more than one of. Legally Blonde and Legally Blonde 2. Oh, yeah, that's true. But, I mean, the less we say about Legally Blonde Blonde 2, 2, the better. Although I did learn quite a lot about the American um, way that they pass bills and stuff. It is a documentary in that way. Yeah. I mean, it's full of fact. I didn't know, to be fair, I didn't know anything Animal about Animal testing it when is in out. the past now yeah. because of Legally Blonde 2. 